Hoopball Podcast listeners. Are you a fantasy expert and want to write or podcast for Hoopball? Do you have aspirations of covering a team? Are you a master of sales and want to earn some cash on the phones? Well, we've got good news. Hoopball's recruiting. If you think you have what it takes, hit us up at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or by emailing teamhoopball at hoop-ball.com. Again, that's at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or emailing teamhoopball at hoop-ball.com. The following is a Hoopball presentation. Welcome to the Fantasy NBA Today podcast. Well, I'll tell you, in all honesty, I finished up yesterday's show. I felt really good about things. And then I thought, what am I going to talk about on tomorrow's show? Because I want to make sure people are still feeling like I'm doing enough to where I can ram these hoop ball subscription passes and other products down your throats and it's not just you know all promo on a show and so I started to go through I was like all right well I could you know I could do this I could check out this list I could analyze a few players we could talk about people getting overdrafted or potential overdrafts uh we got some lists starting to come in shout out to uh, hidden upside on Twitter we'll be breaking those down in the next couple of days I believe we'll start to you know analyze some ADPs things of that nature and Set up our own lists, potential lists, mind you. And, you know, nothing's nothing's set in stone. And then yesterday in the evening, the NBA decided to drop their calendar for the run-up to opening night. And suddenly, we got all the content we could possibly need for today's podcast. Uh, it was a series of tweets. There was a couple in a row. Um... Who sent out the first one? I don't remember. Mark Stein had the the sort of full calendar look. And so that's the one we'll be operating off of on today's podcast. He is, of course, at the Stein line. If you're not following Mark Stein, you need to be. He is one of the biggest names in basketball coverage. And... Yeah, I mean, you know, he's one and a half million followers. He's, he writes for the Times. Uh, I mean, okay, so th- like that, that would be a sidetrack here on the podcast. People have asked, I haven't even said hello. People have asked before, how do I consume my NBA news? And it's, it's heavily Twitter. It's heavily Twitter. You have to make sure you're following the right people. Don't, don't overload your timeline. Make sure that you're on top of whatever you're trying to follow. I follow 847 people. And I have to keep my timeline clean. I need to make sure that when things like this pop up, and and obviously this one's going to get retweeted into my timeline 50,000 other times, but even little pieces of news, I cannot risk missing them. So we'll talk about that at some point, maybe on today's show, maybe on a future one. It's really not quite as important as the other stuff going on. Uh, But Mark Stein tweeted out the entire calendar here running up to opening night. The 18th, of course, is the draft. There is a freeze on trades at the moment that is expected to be lifted about two days before the draft, which would be less than a week from right now. Potentially next Monday, the the trade freeze might get lifted. So you could actually see trades happen as soon as six days from now. The draft is eight days from now. Free agency was announced 
It begins at 6 p.m. Eastern time on the 20th. Ten days from now, that's 6 p.m. Eastern on Friday. The moratorium on free agency ends two days later. Or uh, less than that, actually. I think it's... Oh, no, it's 12.01 p.m. Sorry, so it's the afternoon, early afternoon Eastern time on the 22nd, which is Sunday. So uh, basically first thing in the morning here on the Pacific Coast. Training camps on December 1st and opening night on December the 22nd. Now, before we break down what all of that means for fantasy players, and it's not really from a, you know, how much is a particular player going to be worth standpoint. This is more of the, like, how do I, how do I process this standpoint? I do need to say hello to you guys. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Fantasy NBA Today. This is a hoop ball presentation. I am your host, Dan Bespris. This is a mondo week over at Hoopball. And what I'd like to do on this podcast, and yesterday we kind of broke down everything that's now for sale at Hoopball. What I'd like to do is each day this week and then rolling forward, I want to try to highlight something that's in that laundry list. Because if I go through the entire list again, you guys are going to stop paying attention to me. I know. I know. Because, you know, it'd be like going into... <laughs> what do they have those? It's, sometimes it's on the streaming services. Sometimes actual TV does it. Where they're like, oh, here comes a really long commercial break. And then we can show you an extra long segment of the show you're watching. That was kind of what I did on yesterday's deal. But I don't want to do it that way going forward. I want to go, like, dip in and out of it. So today... Let me tell you about the one product I think is the most important for you guys, for you, my listener base here on Fantasy NBA Today. You guys are heavily a season-long fantasy listener base. And HoopBall's got betting stuff, uh, they've got DFS stuff, they've got Draft Guide, they've got the Brewski 150, They've got in-season tools. All these things are available. But the one I really want to highlight today is a new item called the Fantasy Pass. It's the Hoopball Fantasy Pass. So just listen to me for just a second here. The Hoopball Fantasy Pass has the draft guide in it. It has early access to the Brewski 150, which means, as many of you know, but some of you don't, the, the Brewski 150 is Aaron's... Uh, incredible list, his top 150 list that just destroys everybody. It's the one that wins all of the giant leagues. Brewski basically plays against other people using his list against him in the the biggest money leagues on planet Earth. That's in there. Normally, the Brewski 150 actually gets added to the draft guide about 10 days before the season starts. So draft guide buyers do ultimately have access to the B150. Early access is a full week in advance of that. So if you're having your draft, you know, even a little over two weeks before the season starts, you're going to want the early access B-150. And included in the Fantasy Pass is all the season-long stuff that HoopBall offers. So Discord chats with the HoopBall pros where you can get one-on-one access. The Waiver Wire show every week with Adam King and Ethan Noroff. The weekly lineup setting show, that's with... Uh, myself, actually, Brandon Marcus and Aaron Bruski. Uh, we have tools, we have projections, we have schedule grids, we have streaming charts, we have depth charts, we have all of the things you need once your draft is over. That's all in the Fantasy Pass for $4.99 a month. If you get it right now, because it includes the draft guide and early access to the Bruski 150, you are locked in for six months. But guess what? The draft guide is generally $20. The 
the early B-150 access is generally 30. So already, you are getting all of that for 40% off. Plus, all the in-season tools. Last year, all of that stuff together, we had, a, I think, something called, it was either called the Champions Pack. Am I getting that right? I think it was the Champions Pack last year, and that was 50 bucks. And so again, now, if you're locked in for six months at $4.99, you're paying $29.94. And you can get what we offered for 50 bucks last year. That's called the Fantasy Pass. We've got a shortened link for you today. It's bit.ly now, so bit.ly slash hoopball2020. Pretty easy to find. Or you can just go to hoop-ball.com. We've got ads all over the place there. You can follow at HoopBallFantasy on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Dan Vespers. Check out the Fantasy Pass for $4.99 a month. It will be your tool. And I'll buy, by the way, the DFS uh, Pass is also included inside the Fantasy Pass. So, you know, on the odds you're playing DFS or looking to get into it, that would be another cool way to get into that. So that's the Fantasy Pass. That's what I want to highlight on today's show. We'll probably circle back around to it at some point, but not yet. First thing I want to do here is talk about the the, the big piece of news that broke yesterday. And I guess there were two parts. There was the, the unfreeze on trades, which is not locked in yet. It's not set in stone as the 16th, but that's the expectation right now. And then free agency. Free agency starting 10 days from now is going to create just an insane, an insane run leading up to the start of the NBA season. Because at that point, at that point, everyone's going to be starting to book their drafts. So what I want to do on uh, today's show is actually give more of a, more guidance than anything else. What I would say, the first thing you need to do when you get off this podcast with me today is start talking to your league mates about the upcoming fantasy season. Because it's going to jump on us so fast that everyone's going to get discombobulated. You need to... You need to already... Even if the the service you use to do your fantasy leagues isn't up yet. Like, for instance, fantasy basketball on Yahoo isn't set up yet. They're not taking new leagues, and you can't uh, re-register your old ones. You need to get these things lined up on paper with your league mates. Start looking at days between free agency and the start of the season. You will have one month exactly to get all of your ducks in a row. And if you wait until the big sites get their stuff posted, you're going to end up scrambling. Every day you wait, someone in your league is going to add something to their own schedule that's going to make slotting in your draft more complicated. If you're in a keeper or dynasty league, you got to get that stuff set up now on paper. On paper. Just write it down. Don't worry about plugging it into the system. The commissioner of your league, if that's you or someone else, They can do that later. Talk to the people in your league. Get a WhatsApp group chat going or a group email thread. Something, anything to expedite this process because as soon as these things are open, you're going to want to start working on all of those settings. 
I promise you, this is going to be a hassle. I'm going to hear from people that are like, I waited to get my stuff set up until, you know, November 20, or after Thanksgiving, November 27th or something like that. And by the time we started organizing, no one had free time on the same day. And then we ended up just saying, screw it, we're skipping this year. Don't let that happen to you. Don't wait two weeks to start planning your stuff. Talk to the people in your league right now and look at dates. And looking at, you know, December the 22nd, I think the, the if, we're, if you're talking about the Brewski 150, if that's the list you're going off of, early access to the B150 probably coming somewhere around December the 3rd. So if you're a wise man or woman and, you're, and you have early access to the Brewski 150, start thinking about plotting your draft maybe that weekend of December 5th or 6th. And heaven help you, if you're in a slow draft, you're going to have to get those going immediately. I don't think you're going to be even really able to wait until those days. But if you if you can, then you're going to want to get it going like the second that you have access to the early B-150. So you know, book it. I mean, I don't know exactly the day. It'll be some point in late that week, I would think. Uh, just start convincing people that Friday, December 4th is your day. Just start working on it right now. By the way, this reminds me, uh, Hoopball Leagues will be opening up here very shortly. That'll be coming uh, probably as early as later this week or potentially next week, I think at the absolute latest. So we'll want to get everybody locked back into those spots. If you were in a Hoopball League last year, you had to give me an email address to do so. I will be sending out a group, a mass email to all of you guys asking if you are back in for another year. Last year we had, um, I think all of our leagues were nine category last year, if I'm not mistaken. We had cash and free roto, and we had cash and free head-to-head, and we'll probably do that again this year. My, my plan in my mind was that this year we'd be able to start expanding to other types of hoop ball leagues, uh, but due to the time constraints, I think we're just going to hit the easy button there and refresh it we'll just refresh it by the way uh that reminds me a a clarion call coming from the commissioners of the hoop ball dynasty leagues we have four hoop ball dynasty leagues going they are quite crowded by the way uh and every offseason of course you're gonna have a few teams that drop out and this offseason is no different so i think those dynasty leagues are 24 teams if i'm not mistaken i think there's four 24 team dynasty leagues going now so uh 96 slots filled but uh nine teams actually have fallen out so uh 87 of those 96 slots are filled if you want to grab one of those dynasty league teams in the hoop ball dynasty leagues of which there are four uh hit us up let me let me get the email address for you here while we're while we're thinking about it or you know what um trying to think of what would be the easiest because giving an email address out on a live podcast is is generally kind of hard some of you guys are you know listening in the car and what have you so you're, you're probably not quite ready to write it down um hit me up on twitter if you uh if you want to get in those dynasty leagues i can get you hooked up with the commissioners of those leagues uh, again twitter i am at dan baspris d-a-n-b-e-s-b-r-i-s or just google search dan from hoopball and you should be able to find me pretty easily so uh pretty cool opportunity to get involved in the official hoopball dynasty leagues Nine spots open. Nine as of today, and they will likely fill up pretty quick. 
Because if we can fill 96, we can almost always fill 9. Sorry. Got sidetracked there, but thought that was kind of a cool thing for all of you guys. If anybody out there is listening and wants to be involved in those. So we'll get Hoopball Leagues, the, the, the traditional Hoopball Leagues going. Those will be in the not-too-distant future. But again, I wanted to spend today's show largely talking about just what this means for our our collective psyches. You don't want to have any drafts before free agency. If you trust your own work, and, you know, there's there's a crap ton of info in the Hoopball Draft Guide, even if you don't have access to the B-150 yet, you could conceivably set your draft for, like, November 24th, when most free agents are signed, and just get going and kind of beat people to the punch when there isn't a ton of ADP information. We've talked about this in the past. This will be a little bit of a rehash for some of you. And as I say these things, you're going to remember the conversations we had last year in the offseason and the year before. Why do I personally recommend waiting as long as humanly possible to have your drafts? I like to have my drafts as close to the very last second as humanly possible. And some of that is for reasons that I think are fairly ubiquitous. A late draft eliminates the possibility that someone you draft gets hurt during preseason. You will know who's in and who's out 99% of the players, as opposed to if you had a draft in late November, there's usually three or four kind of significant things that happen over that last month. So maybe more like 95 96%. Odds are it wouldn't impact you, but do you really want to take that chance? I don't. There's an advantage to going early. You get out in front of uh, any ADP stuff. You get out in front of any buzz guys that might sort of catch buzz over the draft season as everybody's lists start to come out. Because, you know, Basketball Monsters is going to have their list and Roto World's going to have their list and Hoopball is going to have their list. And uh, hashtags and have their list. And the list goes on and on. I said the word list an awful lot during that sentence. And as draft season snakes along, pun partially intended, you're going to see the ADPs of guys move based on what sites are telling people to do. If you're in a ringer league, you probably want to have an early draft. You probably want to have an early left. I mean, if you're in a league where people are putting $500,000 on the line per team, you probably want to have an early draft. Because if you wait and everybody has all of the same information, you're going to wipe a lot of the values off the board. You're going to wipe a lot of the, 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 the sort of rolls of the dice, the, the long shots, the, the reaches, the, the stuff that I almost don't ever do. Which segues back into my suggestion. For most of us, the vast majority, there are thousands of you listening to this podcast on any given day or week. And I would venture to guess that I could probably count on my hands and feet the number of you listening that should have an early draft. Flip that on its head. Flip that on its head, and you know I'm thinking 
anywhere between 95 and 99% of you listening to this show, probably more, probably on the higher side of that, are better served waiting. Here's why. If you're following my draft logic, the Dan Bespris old man style, what you are looking for on draft days are the easiest winners you can find. Not the biggest winners, the easiest winners. I abide, in general, and this is not, this is not a, a etched-in-stone way of drafting, but I abide by the notion that if you can win your first five or six picks, you will be in the top two or three of your league doing almost nothing else. It's actually pretty damn hard to have winners on all five of your first picks. It's hard. That doesn't happen that often. It's even harder if you're taking shots in those first five picks. And sure, you might take a shot with your third-round guy and end up with a second-round value or a late first-round value, and that's a, that's a great thing. That's a big help. But that helps less. That is a smaller size help than how much it hurts to take a shot with a second or third round pick that completely craps the bed. It hurts more to miss on a second or third rounder than it helps to hit on a second or third rounder. Which is why, because you are more likely, based on that simple truth, that it hurts more to lose than it helps to win there. You are more likely than not to lose on those picks. Not you, not me, everybody. Everybody. So that is why, that is why I abide by the notion that we should be simplifying. We should be finding small winners, easy winners. And those are way easier to find later in draft season, which sounds counterintuitive because by later in draft season, everybody knows the same things. But guess what? By later in draft season, the buzzy guys tend to take up the spots of the old man squad. What I mean by that is guys that should have been getting drafted at 55 slowly climb the board and get drafted at 40. And one of your old man squad friends who was going at 44, as that buzz guy moves past him, he goes at 45. And as another buzz guy moves past him, he goes at 46. And as all of these sleepers, everybody's got they're sleepers. I get it. I get it. Last year, I railed on the term sleeper because we're in an era where everybody knows everything, so there's no one asleep anymore. Uh, but I get it. It's a, it's a term that everybody understands. Everybody's got their sleepers. Everybody. Every website. Hoopball included. We all have them. As those 10, 15, 20 names get more and more and more powerful and go up and up the board, every time one of them has an ADP that passes an old man, that old man becomes a slightly 
easier winner. I would love to use examples from last year, but frankly, I don't I don't have the data and I can't uh, get into my old stuff. So you're going to have to take my word for it when we talk about someone like, frankly, Tobias Harris from last year, who finished as a late second rounder. He finished as a late second rounder at the end of the year, thanks to his durability. And in my mind, because, you know, like the odds are he wasn't going to go for like top 35 per game value, but because he plays every day and just doesn't miss games anymore, I thought this is a guy that should be getting drafted in the early to mid 40s, mid 40s at the absolute latest. But his draft season rolled on last year and guys started catching buzz Whoever they may be, come up with your examples of guys that maybe didn't quite hit their mark. Um, I don't know. We don't. We don't need to pick actual names out because that's not even the point. Is to like we're not trying to call out the guys that got drafted too early. That's not the point of this. The point is guys with buzz had their value wiped out by moving up the board, while our easy winners just fell. They fell one, two, three, four. I mean, Kyle Lowry is another example of that of guys that just move past him for reasons unknown. And it's not that he's getting moved down people's boards. It's just that, look, if you pick up a peg and you place it in front of another peg, you're like, oh, well, I want to take, uh, I don't know, we can even use a good example. Someone's like, okay, I want to take Trey Young at like 15 instead of 20 or something like that. The guys in between there have to move back one slot. That's just how numbers work. And this happens to our guys all the time. It doesn't happen to them very early in draft season. Stuff is all over the map. There's too much unpredictability early in draft season to utilize our preferred methods. If you don't know when other people are going, you better have your own perfect list. And that's probably the last point on this particular element if you're using the B-150, fine. That's perfect. The stellar list you can use at any time during draft season once you get your hands on it. If you have your own list where you've mapped out your top 200 guys, that's great. That's great. But in this podcast, I've preached the ability to simplify fantasy basketball, to worry less about who's 11 and who's 12 and worry more about where should guys be going. Should Chris Paul be going near 12 or near 35? Simplify the game. I want this podcast to be one where we find super sneaky values throughout the season and we make great trades and we talk about how ROI works. We get into the thick stuff, man. But at the same time, I'm not here to sell you a bill of goods that fantasy drafting is super hard. You don't have to make it hard on yourself. Make it easier. Make it easier. Deal with buckets. Eliminate a handful of guys. Understand that there are dudes that you're just not going to get on any given year. Take simple value picks. Take Kyle Lowry in the third round. Take Tobias Harris in the fifth round. Take last year, LaMarcus Aldridge in the fourth round. It's boring. 
play boring, you'll have a good team. I can promise you. I can promise you. It's a lot easier to hit those those early those early draft plays if you don't overcomplicate it. How does this tie into the fact that we finally got our our schedule for today? Well, honestly, it's sort of tangential, but it's a discussion that I thought was worth having. Again, we could very well we could very well be 10 days away from seeing our first free agent signing. In fact, it does seem like we are, right? They've locked that now into stone. And what about trades? So the lessons of the day, and you know, we're not going to get into individual player values on today's podcast because I don't, I don't think that that's the thing that's that's on the ticket. Oh, by the way, thank you again, everybody that's been getting stuff with our partners over at Manscaped.com. Promo code over there once again is Hoopball twenty to get twenty percent off and free shipping on the lawnmower or the weed whacker. I ordered myself a luxury nail kit because, frankly, I'm tired of. Uh, I picked my nails quite a lot during the Dodgers playoff run because it stressed me out. Um, and I've I've said this on the pod before, and I think it's funny, so I'll say it again. I've been trimming my nails as long as I can remember with a fish line clipper. Um, and I got, uh, you know, I got a decent one at CVS like 15 years ago for probably $9. And uh, it's got some rust in it now, and that's probably not something I should be using underneath my nails. So... Uh, I got myself a luxury nail kit over at manscaped.com with promo code hoopball20, and that's been a really nice addition. Um, and then over at mybookie.ag, guys, you better get your account going because they will have specials when college uh, basketball and NBA kick back up again. I can pretty much promise it. I don't know it. It's a Bill, wasn't that a Bill Maher skit? I don't know this to be true, but I, but I know it is. Like, I don't know it's true, but I know it's true. Uh, and, of course, they do have their $10,000 blackjack tournament every week and a daily $1,000 blackjack tournament that you guys can participate in for free to win real dollars at the end of it. So uh, get involved with our buddies over at my bookie. The promo code there, by the way, is HoopBall. That unlocks a 100% deposit match bonus. Also, by the way, shout out to the MyBookie marketing team for using a picture of Happy Gilmore and Chubbs in their refer a friend program. Uh, you can refer a buddy on my bookie and get a bonus. So that's kind of cool. Uh, so that's another reason to get yourself signed up and you can go get, you know, $250 in my bookie bucks to play with if you refer somebody. Again, promo code on my bookie is hoopball. Promo code on Manscaped is hoopball20. So that's my vote. You now know my vote. I prefer to draft late, but also we don't have time to screw around. Start looking at your dates. You could go as early as probably December, what did I say, the 4th or 5th. Game start on the 22nd. Snake draft. I mean, I would consider starting to talk to your buddies about that weekend before the season starts. The 18th, 19th, 20th, 21st if you run into Monday. Don't let it run into Tuesday. Don't miss the first week. And I will say it again. I will say it a thousand times between now and the first day of the NBA season. Draft healthy. Draft healthy. Draft healthy. This is going to be a rough year for people resting. And unfortunately, you got to be a little more careful with some of the older guys. 
I'm going to put a pin in this discussion for today. We'll keep this show a little shorter. We went kind of long on yesterday, so I'll counterbalance that with a slightly shorter one today. This is Fantasy NBA Today. Make sure to check out the Fantasy Pass at HoopBall for $4.99 a month. $4.99 a month, people. $4.99 a month. Hoop-Ball.com. You can find it there or go to bit.ly slash HoopBall2020. That's an easy way to find your way to the product landing page. Follow me on Twitter at Dan Vespers. We're recruiting... Hit me up on that front as well. Uh, the gambling division, the DFS division, the sales division, the full season fantasy. If you name it, we're bringing them on. Hit me up at Dan Vespers, D-A-N-B-E-S-B-R-I-S. Folks, have a wonderful Tuesday. The countdown is on. And I mean really freaking on. We'll talk to you tomorrow, everybody. So long. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.